What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Marco Media Podcast. Hey, 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 hey. I hope everyone's doing great. Welcome to episode five. Hi, George. Hi, Carlos. What's going on? Man, it's Sunday. Yeah, it is. So this is like a new for us because yeah, normally is. we record on Saturday. Yeah. Um, but, you know, same Sunday fun day. This is fun for me. And... Yeah, same. Like something fun for me. I love. I look forward to these talks. Yeah, me too. Definitely. And um, but also like I feel like sometimes I have to like not talk to you about certain things. I'm like, oh, this is good. We need to talk oh, about because we're saving it for the show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> George and I see each other almost every day. So so yeah, at the gym sometimes we're like, oh hey friend, and then we're like, okay, let's just. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think this podcast is going to start like impeding our friendship, right. the development of our like actual personal relationship. We're going to become friends. We're only friends in this universe. How'd you guys not go, go from being such good friends to not talking? We started a podcast yeah. where we have conversations yeah. because we used to have really good conversations. You guys never talk now. Uh-huh. It's yeah. a really successful podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we, have, we have great conversations on the podcast, outside of the podcast. No, they never, not so they much. live on opposite sides of the planet. They never communicate. You would never know it. <laughs> oh my god no man it's not it, it, it's it is it's funny it, it is partially true but it's not obviously to that degree but it, there is stuff where i'm like oh, i want to talk to you about this now but oh wait no let me just i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait for the show i was i was talking i was talking about this with um mikey who does mikey the barber oh yeah okay and how like when we'll start talking about stuff and i'll be thinking about it like oh this would make a really great show um and then trying to like recreate it uh for the podcast um and sometimes it goes great and sometimes it kind of feels a little stale because you know the magic that magic that comes from being in the moment and being like present and having things like the synergy happen sure um it's hard to recreate it is you can't I th- I'm of the opinion you can't recreate it. I mean you can't create the mad this special magic between the two of us but right. we could definitely like put whatever that product is if it's good product or it's good content i think we can share it with the world and they receive it and they're like that's great and we're like it was better the first time and you weren't there (laughs) (laughs) but that's okay (laughs) but you know what though i mean um we had a great week we had a great training week you had a great training week i got my ass kicked but that makes for a good training I had, as well. I had a great training week like three weeks ago, and I still remember that feeling. And I'm <laughs> waiting for that feeling to come back around. And I don't know what's going on. But, yeah, I got I got my ass handed to me a couple times this week in the gym. Okay. Um, so, but yeah. you see, I consider that to be good training weeks. That's the, that's the framing there for me. I like to find a balance of knowing that the workout that we're doing is very challenging and then feeling like I'm able to successfully accomplish the workout and then get the most juice out of that workout as opposed to the workout being so, so, so hard that you're working very hard and you're not getting like maybe like the intended or the maximal effort from it. So it's like, you know, we had this workout where we had to like run and do a bunch of like body weight movements, which already to begin with is tough for me because I am a heavy person. Um, so, yeah, I was working out for like 25 minutes because that's how long it took me to do that whole thing. Um, but I was struggling. Yeah. A lot of it was me struggling, like moving slowly, tra- you know, lots of time, like walking. And it was very hard. 
and it was very hard and super frustrating. Was and that was the like, one where you were on the Air Runner? Yeah, because the Air Runner's no joke. I no, mean, that's it's like not. real. That's big boy stuff. I have um, and I have this. There's something. I have a characteristic where I find something that is like challenging or difficult, and then I, I'm not. I'm immediately just like drawn to wanting to get better at it. Yeah, because I mean, we're always and that's isn't that kind of like the CrossFit mentality? Like you find something that you're weak at and you're like, OK, I want to eventually get that. Like I want to eventually get double unders. I want to eventually get a bar muscle up. I want to eventually and you push yourself to do what seems to be such an impossible thing. You know, you push yourself to end up hopefully doing it. When it day. comes to the f- CrossFit, there is definitely there's. There's the skills thing, which is weird uh, for a lot of people, which is like, you know, like you said, the bar muscle ups and having the technique to be able to move your body through space and understanding the relationship of like how a body position, you know, or like, you know, or lifts like very technical lifts like the snatch that are very hard for some people because of 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 that skill set that you need to be able to accomplish that task in the most efficient manner. Right. Um, Which is very which is not the same as not the same for me as like wanting to be good at breathing hard for a long period of time because my aerobic cardio capacity is not at a place where I wish it were. Um, and the only way that you really get better at that is just like doing it over and over and over and over and over again. Um, and that's, that's, that's it. And I mean, I've only been doing CrossFit now for like two months since I started, since I left weightlifting full time. Yeah. And I know that time, I know we'll get there and it's, but like the brain doesn't forget the memories of a time when I was fitter and I was healthy. Like maybe I was healthier, but just fitter and being able to accomplish that task. And but yeah, no, whatever. The workouts this week were really, really hard. I'm super. You killed it. Thank um, you. I it was, felt good. It was. I. I'm just glad that I, we did it and I pushed and. That's what I'm talking about. Another week man. down. Yeah, yeah, and we're 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 looking pretty damn good. I must say. I mean, I look cute. I feel cute. I look fucking great. I'm not going to delete it later. I'm very happy. Yeah. I'm very happy. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, my my distorted self-image is starting to it's starting to get better, starting to improve. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm actually feeling the way I actually like look. Not feeling the way I thought I looked. Does that make sense? I th- Okay, so there is I saw where did I see that? I saw I I saw a I don't know if it was like a, a motivational like on Instagram posts, story, something. And it talks about how it's like a quote from somebody else. Um, and it says how the you that you know is not the you that other people know. Because there is the perception of who... You are based on everybody who you encounter. There's thousands of versions of you. Yeah, but and it's not all. And then and the you that you know in your head is not the same. And that you that people the world sees that your mom sees that your boss sees that your you know your wife sees that your kids see that I see that you know the boys see the other Moaka see your fans see the people who follow your bands. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so the fact that you said like I feel like. I see myself or what was you said? I see like I'm sorry, the version of me the, pe- the way I actually look like I'm actually feel like they're they're actually coinciding now. You know, so like before. So like people have been telling you that you look great and now you're starting to see that. No, I've been I've I've been realizing that I look not great, but I look better and I'm starting to feel the, w- the way I see myself. 
So it's not necessarily people telling me anything. It's that I'm actually acknowledging that, hey, I'm seeing changes in my body. Okay. And I'm going to start, you know, I'm start feeling feeling me. You know? What do you look for when you... Clothes. It's all in the clothes. So like the way they fit? Yeah. The yeah. way they fit. It's I, all in yeah, the clothes. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So... You know, Putting on a pair of jeans that used to be tight that aren't tight anymore is like yeah. yes. Or the belt, you know, one more, one more. What, what do you call it? Loop. More, yeah, belt loop. That, that's one right. More hole on the loop. Yep. Yeah, that's where it's at, right yeah. there. Where I'm like, oh, I guess I just have to, you know, go a little tighter because you know, I'm work's paying off. You know. So, speaking of hard work, we were at a weightlifting meet yesterday, which you was fantastic. Had. A this was your first time working or volunteering at a weightlifting meet, right? Second time. Okay. The first time was the MIA Classic, uh, but I I didn't have guidance. Luckily, I had George there with me. We we volunteered together. But you loaded at the MIA Classic. I did. Okay, and no one helped you out. No, no, they helped me. They helped okay. me, but it wasn't like um, I don't know. It was different. It was different. Like I, I I kind of it wasn't spoken of. Like I didn't like look at the guy next to me and say. Hey, I don't know how to count kilos or I have a hard time counting kilos. So can you help me? I, just, I just kind of stayed quiet and then copied what they did. Okay. You know, and fucked up a couple times. <laughs> so I know, you know, so, but yeah, that, but yesterday was really cool. And it was it really was, cool to see our friends uh, perform the way they did. It was amazing. It was a really great day. It was. It was a really great day. Um, I had the opportunity to load. I had signed up to do all of the loading of the barbells all day long. Um, and then... I guess a couple people like didn't show up that had signed up to to do judging, and Lewis asked me to do judging, um, and that was the first time that I had done that, um, and it was awesome to watch. That's very cool. It was awesome to watch it from that perspective, <laughs> um, and it felt really great. To I was I found myself a, a couple different times watching i mean between between you know between lift because when the, when the lifters on the platform i was definitely watching to make sure that they were accomplishing the tasks that they needed to do but like in the meantime between lifters looking around and just kind of like seeing the crowd you know engage in what was going on in the platform seeing everybody in the weightlifting room warming up you know the the community that was engaging um the friendships that were like had been built um all that stuff there just was it was really nice to bear witness to it like i felt when i walked away at the end of the day i I went home and i just like felt really just happy to be a part of it yeah even just being associated i mean you are a part of it but even like being associated with it would make you leave with a good feeling. But the, the fact that you are a part of very much a part of that is very, what's the word? Um, I don't know. It's just blissful. Is that, can it be? I was like, I just was, I was, I felt really, I was really grateful. Like I just felt really grateful that I just had like a lot of gratitude in my heart. I can't think of how else to put it. Like it was really awesome to see friends of mine who had never done a weightlifting me go up out there. Um, and then lift and, you know, and some of them did great. Uh, most, some of them, not, by the value, why me putting judgment on greatness is regardless, irregardless. Um, irregardless? Did I say that? What? Oh, fuck me. Miamiism. Damn. Damn. Irregardless. Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Um, no, what I meant was that there were some people that were very nervous um, and they faced that fear and those nerves and they went up and they hit their lifts, you know, um, 
there wasn't you know any i didn't see any meltdowns happen i didn't see anyone get hurt like it wasn't any none of the like quote bad things that could happen in a meet happened yeah. it went off without a hitch people qualified for like big you know national level meets um and they were super happy um it was just i thought it was awesome i thought it was really awesome i i admire it because let me tell you as as a as a front man in a band, in two bands, who's been and 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 I play solo, and I'm always in front of people. I, with the years, I've been able to surpass a lot of fears with that because and I'm, because when in the weightlifting meet, you are in front of people, and right when you are about to lift, it is silence, it is quiet. Sometimes you hear a little bit of the music that's playing in the background, and you have people staring at you, and. Our friends are like, oh, I did okay, or oh, yeah, it was fine. And I'm like, you don't understand what you did. It's not only about the weightlifting. It's not only about the numbers. It's that you put yourself in a situation where it's dead silence, all eyes are on you, and you performed. You see, I've tripped on stage. My voice is cracked like a 13-year-old kid mm-hmm. on stage, you know, and I'm a I'm a good singer, but it happens, especially like when you're singing three nights in a row, it's going to happen. You know, I've, you know, I've 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 had the the cord of the microphone unclip and from moment one moment to the next you could hear me and the next moment you can't and I didn't realize it. Um so these are all things that with time you surpass these fears so then when it happens you're like I ah, no big deal. Um so I associate with the weightlifting because I'm looking at this and I'm like, man, you're putting yourself in a situation with whatever the outcome is. It's very public. It's very like everyone is watching you and it's quiet. Even I get nervous for the people competing. So kudos to everybody who competed. Our friends, I mean, our friends because we know them. Yeah. You know, obviously, my heart, you know, with them, I'm like very, very proud of them. As a, having judged for the first time, um, I wanted to do it correctly and so the the thought that was going through my mind when the lifter was on the platform was please succeed yes so that yes. the judgment that i have to you know that i have the call that i have to make is simple because if if i do see someone press you know press their elbows out i'm going to lift this red flag and it's not, you're not gonna you're not gonna get the lift um and it's gonna be upsetting for you um, but it's really going to be more upsetting for me because I'm upsetting you and I don't want to have that feeling. Yeah. And you don't want to have to be one of the reasons <laughs> you ruined the yeah. person's day and, and the person's and competition. Like, I think it happened like three or four times where it was just like, nope, sorry, pups. Sorry. Yeah. And you could, most people knew it when it happened. Um, and there was some more generous people. I, I had this talk also with David yesterday where it was a beginning level uh, weightlifting yeah, so competition. It's yeah. called the Beginners Weight Loss. I w- w- lift off, um, and so I was, I guess, giving people the first opportunity on a, with a low pressure situation. Mm-hmm. Like, not there wasn't a, they didn't have a uniform requirement. Like normally, you have to wear a singlet, but yesterday they let people who didn't have one or didn't want to wear one or feel comfortable not wearing one um they allowed them to wear whatever they wanted right um and there was a part of me when i was talking to david about it what where i thought to myself or we talked about how given that it is a beginner's meet um you could he believed and i agreed with him that it should be probably be as official and as um strict sure to prepare them to give them 
that feeling of like, okay, I'm not just in my gym working out. No, I'm, I now have to put on this like uncomfortable spandex thing and, oh, I need to make sure that if I CrossFit, if I do CrossFit weightlifting where all I have to do is move the barbell over my head, it doesn't matter. Now I really have to do it and lock my elbows out and not press. Right. Now you have to focus on all these other details An that actual you will get punished for. Weightlifting rules. Yeah. Um, so it can order- hurt, hurt or help them because if, if you're, if you are a little bit more lenient with, with the competitor or with the weightlifter, then it, it motivates them to do it again. But then you also do them a disservice because you're, I could have argued know, both sides of right. the coin where it's like, you don't want to like extinguish someone's maybe like, you know, ember of a passion like maybe they're feeling like oh this could be something i can do let me try how it feels and if i really am into it i'll take it to the next level and i will invest more money by buying a singlet or more time by going back right and commit more to the sport so if from that point of view i could see how you know let's limit the barriers to entry for somebody who may want to do that um and give this a shot um i think it's easier to be a competitive weightlifter um, than it is to be a competitive CrossFit athlete. Um, and so if you have that desire that you want to have um, the feeling of competition, um, this is something that is definitely, I think, attainable and pursuable sure. for a lot of people, especially yeah. people that are like over the age of 35, which would be considered masters, which yeah. is our Amoaka. That's what I'm talking about. What's up, what's up? Which, you know, that. It, it, but going back to... Um, what you said, a point you said about the friendships and the bonds that you, that you witness. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's an interesting statement because a lot of people would say that it's difficult to make friends and keep friends after a certain age. Well, we had some, we had some feedback. We did. We had some feedback. Yes, we did. We had some feedback from, uh, from a listener, I'm not. I'm gonna. We're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make the choice to not tell the world who the listener was. Okay. Yeah, I think that's um, the best bet. But the he, um, she, they said that um, <laughs> carry the one. They were yeah. Oh my god, that whole algebra. Uh, I'm glad we had that moment, Carlos. Yeah. And I'm not gonna explain it for the world. That's just between the two of us. Um, <laughs> But what this person said as like an episode topic idea um, was the idea of creating new friendships and new relationships as an adult. Um, And this, you know, this, the, the difficulties that people have um, when they go to like a new place or they move to a new city or you join a new gym um, and establishing new relationships, you know, as an adult and what that feels like, what those barriers are. Um, maybe you have like a group of like a core group of friends that you've had for whatever, since most people like what high school, college, yeah, high school or college. And you carry those friendships with you. Um, and then you go to like a new place and everyone is already friends there and you want to like be friends with those people, but you don't want to be like a weirdo and it takes time and you don't know how much time it takes and why is it hard? You know, so that. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, especially, I mean, I think the older we get, we, we become more cynical and and then and then the the not only the 
entry, if you're entering as a, let's say you're a 35 year old and you're entering a new arena or you're entering a new social, you know, group and, and it, it's, you're cynical cause you're already like, Hmm, you know, you're, you're, we go with a lot of preconceived notions cause at this point in our lives, there's people that remind us of other people from our previous lives and, you know, from our younger years. And we, we already go in sometimes with preconceived notions and on, and if you're actually in that group and you're, you're receiving the new person into the group, then you're cynical in the sense of, you know, well, you know, how long is this person going to, you know, be around? And, and, and I don't know why we become that way. I don't know why it's more difficult to make, to establish and maintain friendships it you know at 35 or over um i have had a lot of different group friend groups right right because i don't like to mix by the way i I never like to mix them i'm 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 with you (laughs) yeah i'm with you which is goes back to that whole idea of like there's the you that you see versus the you that the world sees yeah that's right so i think there's something there's a lot to that which I liked. I wanted the heart. I I like. That's why that that me that motivational post thing um, made a lot of sense to me in relationship to this this topic, because those the way the world you want the world to see you, versus the way the world sees you, and the world is full of what billions of people. So there's literally billions of versions of you available out there for the world to like, and. And not everyone's gonna see you the same way. So sometimes when people like talk about a person, they're like, "Oh, that you're, people can call you like a hypocrite because you say different things." And so, yeah, I like, I'm very scattered right now. I just want to acknowledge that. No, that's feel, fine, man. But I'm, enjoy- I'm enjoying it. I f- like you really can't control how the world's gonna see you. And so, you know, if you are if you are going into a new place, and with the intention of like okay, let's talk about the gym for instance. We go, you go to and you, you join a gym, um, and especially like a CrossFit gym where community is a big part of it. You usually end up seeing the same people over and over again, um, especially if you're going, you know, consistently like five to six days a week. Um, you will very li- at around the same time. You will very likely, if not always, see the same people. Right. And so that relationship is just that in, is that that ninety minutes of action a day. You know, and if you are a person that gets a lot out of that and wants to extend that beyond beyond those 90 minutes and you're not getting that back, you might feel like, why does no one want to be my friend? And, you know, my response to that would as like an objective observer would be. It would be what is it about? what you're not getting back that's not fulfilling you why can't you get that in those 90 minutes like we could be gym friends and then when i leave here i have a whole other life you know so i allot my gym time with my gym friends for 90 minutes a day Mm. but when i leave here i have to go home and be a husband and be the caretaker of our pets and come you know contribute to the community that is my household sure you know i have to go i also at the beginning of the day i have to go to the office and i have to work and i have to be the person who i am there um so i don't think it diminishes any me not like wanting to go to like brunch every single weekend with somebody or like go grab drinks after an event with somebody or some people doesn't mean that i don't necessarily 
like them less or don't want to include them in, you know, my life. It's just that like that the my life has a limited amount of time and I'm very specific about how I want to spend that time and who gets I get to spend it with. Sure. No, of course. Yeah, and then, and also this is also reminding me of another thing that I saw. So and I just I, I played it for you before we started. And it was Julian Alcaraz, who is the co-creator of the workout programming called Street Parking. Shout out to Julian. Yeah, I <laughs> oh, wouldn't it be awesome if you heard this? Oh, he's he's gonna hear it. He's gonna hear it. Yeah, I'm throwing Are it out like to the universe. The- We're gonna tag him. We're gonna tell him we mentioned you on this minute, and he's gonna continue listening because you know we're awesome. So, well, there you go. He is <laughs> what him and his Hi, what him and his wife created is outstanding. Um, as far as like a workout thing for people who don't have the time. Um, or like the money or just to get a workout in street parking is really great. I love it. Um, and those workouts are legit. They're the ones that actually created the fucking devil press, which is literally the devil. Oh, they cre- that's their movement. That is like, thank you. No, no, <laughs> just kidding. Fuck you. With love and kindness With all and, the love and admiration in the world. Yeah. So the, what he said was how he said, he said something to the effect of he was on, I guess he was on a podcast or he was recording something. He was talking about how, um, friends of his want to like always get together with him and have like drinks after like a workout or an event. And he's like, no, I don't want to spend my time with that. You know? And he, he, did, he, uh, he prioritized his time where it's like, my first thing is, you know, my relationship, you know, with my family and my, you know, I'm a, I'm a husband, I'm a father, you know, I'm a business owner, you know? And then after all those things are taken care of, um, I want to spend time with myself to be able to reflect on all these things that I am. And then I could go out and if I feel like going out and, you know, burning time with friends at a bar, then that's where that comes. Right. Which is, which is strange because that's, even though I, I only, I'm at bars when I'm playing music, but it's interesting because I don't go, other than that, I'm not going to bars anymore. That's not a hang, those aren't hangout spots for me anymore. Um, and that's and, and it's really interesting when that happens because you you break the the norming and performing phase of a of a group of friends when you're the one who says, oh, I'm not going to go out or, yeah, I'll hang out with you. But let's go, you know, for a workout, uh, you know, in the park or let's, you know, do something during the day uh, or, you know, or come over for dinner and or whatever it may be. And it doesn't have to be like going out for drinks and things like that. Um People and, love and that, going out and getting, uh, having drinks, and, and that's and that's a thing, and that's a very and, and I was there uh, not too long ago, so and you know no and 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 I see nothing you know I see nothing wrong with that personally. It's just not something I do anymore, and that's fine. That's just that's just me. I know that doesn't uh, you know pertain to, to everybody, but I think that what happens also in groups is you have. There's a theory. I'll, I'll put it in the in the show notes. But there's a model, not a the- well, yeah, it's a model. It's a, a groups model where you, every group starts with the first, which is the forming phase, and then you have the storming phase, then you have the norming phase, and then you have the performing phase, right? And and it's really interesting because when we're younger, 
we're more open to starting back at the forming phase and entering the storming phase because that's like when people are getting to know each other people's personalities might clash in the storming phase and then we get through it and it and eventually becomes the norm so somebody maybe you, you never imagined you'd be friends with you're friends with now because through the, in the norming phase you've accepted that person's personality you you take the good with the bad and things like that so it's really interesting because when you're you know after a certain age i don't know what age that is it's different for everybody but we in adulthood we all enter an age where we start finding it more difficult to make and it and keep friendships like the way we did when we were younger like the so at i i and a lot of people find it in a community my community is the crossfit community our community george and i at least one of them right that is is mm-hmm. the is the crossfit community yeah. so and a lot of people make those friends or enter you know these potential friendships through communities so our point of reference is the crossfit community because that's the one we're in and but it's it's interesting because we i feel like in the last three years three and a half years of my life i have established and maintained friendships much like i did when i was in my teens and it's a beautiful feeling it's a beautiful feeling but it did involve a process that was a little bit more complex than when we were teenagers so i was able to achieve having friendships like that and then but it was difficult to get it took longer to get there if that makes sense i don't know yeah i mean when you're a kid time seems like you is forever and endless and infinite and time goes by very slowly the feeling is that you it's every that days are long and years are you know endless and a school year is because everything is really measured by a school year when you're a kid yeah pretty uh, much and so it's like oh my god this is gonna be so forever and then I don't know you got somewhere into like 35 and it's like holy shit I'm already 35 and holy <laughs> shit I'm already 40 how the fuck did the last five years I literally just took a nap and wait hold on uh, rewind like uh, wait a skin. minute like what the fuck <laughs> just happened how did I get here what the fuck I I mean, when I think about that, I started, I started, you know, this version, like this version of me, like starts 10 years ago with me going to CrossFit for the first time. Like I mentioned before, like it's been 10 fucking years. And I remember that day. I remember that day. I remember like the people that I was friends with at that gym that have since, you know, like traveled out of my life and on to do other things. Um, and I I don't it's there's definitely like a, a, a time component to relationships yeah, and no, friendships for sure. yeah. that you know it really I mean yes I think it does take time to make new friends and I think as time goes by people settle into the, you know the truest versions of themselves and as as we continue to grow and you know at the same time you you know, mature, hopefully, you know, and learn. Um, things change and things change a lot, I think, between 30 and 40. So, you know, even though it's been 10 fast years, the person that I was 10 years ago is not the person I am today. Right. And so I don't and the values and of the value of my time um, and the people that I choose to spend that time with um, are very different than they were 10 years ago. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and it. I was it, single. I was single. 
I was single. I was mingling. I was a single mingle Pringle. I was out at Thirsty Thursday. I was Freaky Friday. Yeah. I was Sunday Fun Day. There you go. I mean, I was the captain of the friendship. Ah, I really was. The captain like, of the friendship. I, I, I like I was, that. If I, I, the, the, I know that there was, a, there was a time when I had a big group of gay male friends. We were, and we all did CrossFit together. Um, and we saw each other a lot, usually daily at the gym. And then, um, you know, usually it's like a couple times during the week at different, a happy hour here, cocktails at an apartment there, going to the beach together. Um, and there was a group of, a core group. And then there was like an out, then that kind of branched out into like a bigger group. Right. Um, and it was probably like, you know, more like a dozen or so of us. A co- it was a lot. And we would all get together and everyone like would bring their friends and we'd have like a party. There would be like, a, like 30 or 40 people all there that if you asked me then, you're like, you know, who do you know here? I'm like, well, I know everybody. And these are all my friends. Um, I don't, that group is now probably down to like five, five. Um, I'm about the same right there too. With that, with my pre, with my previous life, I call it previous life, uh, uh, group. Like it's down to five and I was, um, you know, I was part of a big group of friends as well. And, and yeah, so now it's like down to five from that part of my life. And then now it's the people from my community. Um, and, and, but yeah, I mean, I totally get you. It's just, it's just really, it's when somebody enters a community after a certain age, you, a lot of times you see one of two people and, and I mean, there's more than that, but I'm saying in general terms, there's a person who comes in and is, comes in hot, trying too hard, wanting to be involved in everything. And, and then you, on the receiving end, the person's like, whoa, I just met you. Like, you know, the, you're coming in a little strong. And then you have somebody who comes in and is just more reserved into themselves. And then you have the people that kind of swim in between there. Um, and, and, and if we were just, you know, if we were like to going back to my reference, when every time somebody enters and then you enter that storming phase, a lot of adults don't see the possibility of the friendship through. So they exit before they get to that before it become they become part of the group mm-hmm. or because you know so a lot of people leave and say oh well I went and nobody really talked to me you know and um and it's like okay well that has something to do with the group obviously because they're already formed right and this is their norm right and a lot of it has to do with you because you, we have to acknowledge you know that um you have to stick around when we were kids sometimes you go your parents would take you to a birthday party and say there's the group for the day go play and there was no out. There wasn't like, oh, they're not paying attention to me. I'm going to get my car and leave. It's like you had to stay there. And a lot of times you would leave those parties with new friends. Or you learn to play by yourself. Or you learn to, exactly. Which is what I did a lot. Right. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, I, and I'm an only child. So, you know, I, I was very comfortable with that too. You know, so but yeah, that, w- that would happen a lot. You'd end up just, you know, on your own. And as adults, I feel that people exit that opportunity of becoming part of the group too early. See, so for example, when I when I started at CrossFit Soul that first year, I had many moments where I was like, I don't know if I'm fitting in. And the reason I stayed is because Danny is a good friend of mine from way before the CrossFit world. And I felt like a commitment to him. Like I'm like, you know, he's he's developed something really strong here and and I, I'm really liking CrossFit as CrossFit. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna stick around. And it was really 
I would say exactly one year after I joined where I said, okay, I'm part of this. And like what you mentioned, George, a couple minutes ago is in that year, what had happened was, is I was one of those people that came in hot. You know, I wanted to be friends with everybody right away. And I was just really like overly involved in, you know, and then it took a year to enter that true form of myself, something you mentioned that was really, really important. And it was right when I hit that moment where I'm like, I'm just, this is me, this is Carlos 100%, is when the good, awesome friendships started to develop, you know? And and it's, it's almost frustrating because what happens is when you make such close friends, like for example with you, like our friendship, mm-hmm. um, and the friendship I have with Chip, and the friendship I have uh, with David, and with James, and, 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 and Minnie, and all these other guys, it's, so, it's strong to the point where I'm like, man, I wish we would have become friends when we were teenagers. Well, sure, because you always, when you're having a good time, and you have a good thing going, you always want to extend that out. Right. You know, you want to, you know, I wish there was more of this. We would have been... Um, Well, I'm really scattered today. Sorry, like I keep getting stuck. That's all right, um, man. I, you, I guess you re- what I would say is you have to be like, if you don't know or have a solid idea of what your intent is for yourself, then establishing a new relationship um, seems like a step ahead. That's right. Yep. Right. That is so well said. Like that. Now we're getting into something really good because that is so well said. Yes. That makes perfect sense. It's kind of, I mean, I use this metaphor a lot, but it's like trying to frost the cake before it's done baking. Exactly. Yep. You know, if you don't even know what kind of cake you want to have, then how can you pick out like the flavor of the frosting? You know, is it chocolate cake or is it vanilla cake? You don't even know. You haven't even baked it yet. Like it's not done. You can't start decorating it. You can't start, you know, dressing it up. I love this up. reference, by the way. I it's, love, I, I love don't know. it. I'm good. I'm good with no, it. Hey, I love a metaphor. Roll with it. Roll with no, it. I love a metaphor. And, um, and so with, with like saying that you want to be friends with people at the gym, it's, and that's like your intention going in. Maybe it's not your intention going in. Maybe you go to the, I mean, I hope that if you're going to the gym, your intention is that you want to be fit and healthy, right? And so, you know, you can go to like any gym, you know, pick pick a, a LA fitness, you know, 24 hour fitness, whatever place where you could literally go in with your headphones and work out all day long or work out for the 90 minutes, get in, get out and talk to nobody and get the benefit of getting a good workout in, right? Right. Um, or you choose to go and you go to CrossFit because you like the group fitness model where you go and you take a class um, and you see people every day. But the focus really should be to get worked to get a workout in. Right. So you you're know? killing two birds with one stone in that sense. I mean, f- I mean, who cares about the friendship part? Like, I joined CrossFit Soul because I knew at that moment that I needed to – I wanted to go to a gym that was the best at doing what – at doing this, which at that time was coaching CrossFit. I believed when I went to Seoul that Seoul was the, had the best coaches in Miami. And they were close enough to where I lived that making it, to, that you know, that traveling a little bit further to, because there were CrossFit boxes that were closer to where I lived, but they weren't Seoul. Right, right. They didn't have, you know, at that time, you know, Samantha Briggs was one of the best, if not the best CrossFit athlete in the world. And she was going there. So I had the opportunity to train where the best in the world trains. Guess where I'm going to go? I'm going to go there. Yep. 
that's where I want to go. Hell yeah. You know? Um, and so that's the decision. That was what, that's what took me there. You know, I had met Danny before because he had a member who was following Pride RX. And at the time I was calling out to the LGBT CrossFit community saying, Hey, if you're a member of a box and you would like to have like a, a, a gay CrossFit day, reach out to me, um, send me the information of your owner or or management team and I'll reach out to them and we'll put together a thing and we can create this little like ambassador liaison program and I will let the LGBT community know that, hey, this is a place where you can go and work out um, because the the owners and and the management agree with the ideas of like having an open, inclusive, welcoming environment to all people. Um, and Dan, when the member was like, Hey, I wish soul would do that. I was like, and I just tagged Danny in Instagram. I was like, Hey Danny, um, let's do this. And at the time he was very, like, they were very receptive to all everybody. I mean, there still are. Um, but he was like, let's do it. And we did it. And that's how I met him. Um, and then I always had uh, like a lot of respect for, for him and for his product and what they were doing, their involvement with the actual like community in Miami and all the stuff that he was doing with like, you know, troubled teens and you know sobriety programs and stuff so i was like i was this is something that the community is about which was like a fitness b helping everybody out you know and creating a place where anyone and anyone who wants to get fit regardless of what you've been through who you are what you look like what you're about um this is a place where you can come get fit and that i was all in and so when i decided to actually become a member it was because he they were the best at what they were doing Wow. See that that's and that makes I mean, that's a great that should be the reason to join because my story is very different. And, and I ended up making the friends there because I mean, listen, well, I you're car- very loved. Well, there, I, I mean. carry I am who I am. Um, and and I. I can't determine how people see me. Um, I mean, and I. And I definitely turn a phrase and crack a joke and I'm sarcastic and, you know, I make remarks and kind of a troll sometimes. Um, But I know that I also have like a lot of love and, you know, for me at Seoul, they have a ton of events. And so I figured like if I want to get more involved in this community, there's a ton of ways of doing that. Um, And anytime there's like a call for volunteers, I'd like to show up or I would sign up. Right. You know, if I wanted to get to like, if I like somebody and I want to get to know them a little bit more, I just look for ways where I can involve myself in their world. Because honestly, if you want to have a relationship with somebody, it needs to be built on trust. Trust. Absolutely. And if you don't know somebody, how can you just, you know, I, you know that you're a good person. So your intention is I'm a good person. These people are, I feel like are good people. Let's be friends. And it's like, well, no, we need to get to know each other and I need to be able to trust you a little bit before and I like that's yeah that's what I'm talking about a lot of people a lot of people leave whatever community it is that they decided to try out they leave before they establish that and then they turn around and say I have a hard time making friends or you can't make oh, they're friends super clicky. Oh they're my God. super clicky they're so clicky with their tattoos yeah, yeah exactly and their hardcore music right exactly and their little podcast and their little podcast <laughs> yeah exactly and that's but see my story is very different I was I was you know, pretty depressed before I, 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 I joined CrossFit. I was doing the beach body workouts here at home. I did everything by myself until Lauren would get home in the evening. All right. So people never understood. They're like, Carlos, you play in a band. 
You're surrounded by people at night. You, you, you're a therapist. You're with people all day long. People don't understand how lonely all of that is. When I'm playing music, I love playing music, but I'm very much in my zone and I'm there to, to, to provide a service as well. So when people say, oh, I'm going to go hang out with you. I'm going to go see your show. I go, that's not hanging out with me. Yeah. You're, you're coming to my job and I can't pay attention to you. So you're coming for the music and, and then we're going to find another opportunity to hang out. Right. So that's kind of lonely. And then, and then, and then my job's lonely because I can't talk about myself at work, right? I'm listening to other people's stuff every day. And I reached a point where it, you know, (laughs) I reached a point where honestly podcasts were my friends. Like I was friends, like Lewis Howes was a great friend of mine. Uh, you know, like I actually met him in person. So actually, but, uh, but there's like the, I would talk back to the podcasts, you know, and, and I was really, and I, and, and, and I think it was. And I was, I was depressed. I was depressed. I was like, this is, this is life. I was not filling that bucket. Like I mentioned in episode one, I wasn't filling that bucket at all. And in, in my origin story, you know, if you listen to it, you know that at that point I didn't know who my friends were and the friends I did have were busy and I was really alone. I had the fitness part down. I lost most of my weight in beach body, not in CrossFit. So sorry, this isn't a beach body plug, but, but I did insanity. I did P90X. I did Pio. I watched my nutrition. I lost 80 pounds on Beachbody. I got my body composition changed and my athleticism changed in CrossFit. But that wasn't the reason I joined CrossFit. That was a byproduct. All right. I went because I had no like I had no friends. Lauren was like, you're an extrovert or a introverted extrovert or an extroverted yeah. introvert, whatever it is. But the point is, is your personality needs friends and you don't have any right now. You need to go. Just go. Go make friends. So I called Danny um, and I, I said, listen, I'm joining. I, I don't know when yet. It was October when I called him because it was around his birthday. And then I ended up joining in de- that December. So two months later. And I said, I need this. I need this. So I was one of those people who came in hot because I was desperate for a community. But I had to go through the storming phase because I had to realize that that's not, you know, you don't go in and force yourself into friendships. They just have to happen, and and that's what I did. And it, and and now I've I mean some of the closest friends I have are through there through that community. So this this what this podcast is about today. This episode is it doesn't have to be the CrossFit community. It's any community, but the dynamic is going to happen. So that whole thing you said about oh they're super clicky. No, they're not clicky. It's just they they have that's their norm and you are integrating yourself into that norm and that's going to take time because trust needs to be established and that takes longer than when we were 15 years old. Oh yeah. See, so that takes longer. We have to acknowledge that at our age that takes longer now. So you have to see it through. Whatever community you decide to join. So if 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 I said in episode 1, if you're the person that says, "Oh yeah, I hang out with friends. I hang out with a couple friends once a month." That's not that's not what this is about you, it, that bucket of life needs to be more full it needs to be more consistent with people around you that are not your immediate nucleus that you live with at home and and so so whatever it is that you you decide to join whether it's a you know religious community or a fitness community or whatever community it is you have to understand that it's going to take a while to be fully integrated into that community uh, if you leave without establishing that trust and you get out early then that's where we gain this mentality of oh you can't really make friends after the age of 30 you know 
And that's really incorrect. You can make friends at any age and good quality friendships. I mean, there's the, the, yeah. And every community has its own personality kind of, you know, because the vibe that we have at our gym is not the same vibe that you get at other gyms, even though it's very virtually the same product, you know, you know, and I having, and I've been a member of, four different CrossFit affiliates. Um, and and the, f- the feeling that I got from all four was very similar in that this is a, this is a, pl- a place I like to be. Uh, there's people who I really enjoy to see. I'm here to get a great workout in, and I got great workouts in every gym that I've been at. Um, and I can't wait to get back. You know, and I've and the relationships that have carried beyond the space of the gym walls into uh, me inviting them into my inviting you to my home, or me or be invited to someone's birthday party or like a dinner situation um, that's a little bit more intimate is because I don't know because you just vibe with certain people. That's right. And did we vibe from the beginning? I don't. I don't want to say no, but I also was at the point. I mean, I'm not a person that like seeks to make new relationships. I'm not like, I can't wait to make a new friend. And in fact, our gym is having like a membership drive. Right. And I was like, don't we have enough fucking people in this gym already? No, my, my favorite is during the announcements and they're like, Hey, August 17th, bring a friend day. And I'm looking around like, all my friends are here. Yeah. I, I'm like going around asking people, hey, cancel your membership and come with me on the 17th and then sign up again. And I'm like, <laughs> there's a lot of people like it's already hard enough to get a spot at the 430 class. Like, I don't want to impede my ability to do what I want. And so I'm s- sorry, not sorry. No. So now we're being clicky. I'll be like, no, no. And if you you know what? And if you are able to get past that. And you can, and okay, yeah, George, damn George, you got a high wall. Yeah, and if you're able to scale it, then kudos to you for, you know, just putting in the time. I respect somebody putting in the time and putting in the effort, and, like, they've shown up, like, you know, because, again, I only have a certain amount of time during the day, and, you know, if I'm at the gym for 90 minutes and 25 to 30 of those minutes are like in a place where I'm basically by myself because no matter, how, I mean, unless we're working out, especially together, when you're miserable. Yeah. You know, when we're working out and we're in happily that, miserable, like, and our heart rate is very, very high. And we're just, you know, like I had three workouts that were very difficult. I was by myself in my own little hole, even though like I had, you know, you next to me or like the workout that we worked, it was you, me and chip and we were working as a team. It was a team workout, but I was stuck in my own misery. Like I was the one falling off that box, not you, you know, like, did you fall off the box? I fell off. The, oh. No, I had cat like reflexes and I ended on my toes. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. It was, but it was a little free. I was in my, that was me by myself on that box. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, you don't, it's not like a kumbaya kind of situation. It's just, and there's something, I guess, like when we're all done and we're all like having worked out together and we're all in the same, we have gone through the same experience. There's a little bit of, there's the, there's that bonding moment because we're, we've all gone through something that's difficult together. 
And that's why I think like certain classes have like a stronger bond than other ones, especially if you show up to the same class over and over again, like 430 does, like 930 does, you know, and people who go to gyms and see the same people and go and do like I know spinning classes the same way. Like if you go to the same spinning class and you have the same instructor, there's a little community that bonds um, because you all kind of go through the same thing. You, you know, you have a hard workout. You come out through the end of it. You feel stronger together. Um like having trained with like the team soul training athletes, when you go through the same workout programming week to week to week and the same phases together, you can all like share that experience together and it draws you closer. Sure. Um, so those shared experiences that shared, you know, and the constant showing up, that's also establishes trust. Yeah. It's like, okay, this person, this is, this person's not just in and out They're they're committed and 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 they and then you associate that with okay they're committed not only to this this community but also the friendship and um and and that you know i, f- I feel that's super important however there's one thing we haven't touched on yet no. a little bit more sensitive what? okay um let's see how i present this i think that what also stops people or or makes it more difficult for people is to, to make friends or to make new friendships is also if, if that person has a significant other. Do significant others sometimes interfere with the ability to establish and maintain friendships? Um, like you and David, for example, share the CrossFit space and the weightlifting space. Well, we share soul. You share soul. But David's, David, David, and his soul thing is different than my soul thing. Um, he's, I mean, he's a powerlifter, and so he has, and, he, and David is a unique personality. And I've have, I know that I, I, I have been friends with people who do know did not like David. I have, I am friends with people who probably still don't like David. Mm. I am friends with people that David does not like. Right. And I'm okay with that. I wasn't okay with that in the beginning. It was hard for me to reconcile David telling me, uh, that person who you call your friend is kind of an asshole. Or he didn't say kind of. David doesn't mince his words. That person sucks. Mm. And hearing somebody who is relatively new in my life, which was the person who I was falling in love with, tell me that this friend of mine who I've had for a significant amount of time sucks is a hard thing to reconcile. Yeah, it's a hard pill to swallow. Because it's like, I love my, I have this established relationship with this friend who I love and I'm falling in love with you um, and I want it to be like, I want it to be a happy mar- blending. And, and a lot of times it doesn't work that way. Know, it doesn't happen that well, way. Well, a lot of times, yeah. And, 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 and sometimes, well, the, and my question is that, but does does that mean that's a stop sign? You see, so what happens a lot is is what what I find really frustrating when I talk to some some people that I that I know um, that it, that they'll say, okay, well, uh, okay, uh, what he's great, uh, but his wife sucks, right? Or no, she's no, no, great, no, but no. her kids suck. It's or? it's it's I I I'm trying to get my thoughts together here. So okay, example, husband, husband says. Hey, you know what? Like, I'm, I, 
all I do is work and, and, and I love you. Everything's great. But you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, almost 40 now and I, I don't have any friends and I would like to, you know, kind of revisit that and see what I can do. All right. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I support you. Step one, um, goes to CrossFit, for example, since we're sticking to that example. All right. Okay. Goes to CrossFit. All right. Honey, how's CrossFit? Everything's good. Okay, great. All right. Um, and then all of a sudden it's like, Hey, some people from the from the CrossFit box are hanging out over at this place Saturday night. It's like, oh, well, um, well, I didn't know it was going to be like that. Right. So, okay, well, do you want to go? No, I don't want to go. Okay. Can I go by myself? Um, I'm not comfortable with that. So then now can that person truly become friends with the person in that community? And it goes the other way around. I'm not picking on the wives. It goes the other way around too. I'm, you know, husbands do it too. You know what I'm saying? They're, or gr- boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever. You know, look, th- as regardless. A person, as a person starts to, as as we start to change, as we, yeah, as we start to change, um, you're going to revisit relationships that are established. You know, sure. whether it be like a, a romantic one, a parental one, a friendship one, um, when you introduce a new variable like a new workout regimen, which includes a new group of people in a new community, um, you you need to and and you start to change the que- inevitably there's going to come a time where you need to reconcile that change and sometimes it means parting ways um and it and what i've learned because i've done that um Mm. i have i have friends and i'm thinking of them in my mind right now i have friends of i have people that i'm very i still feel in my heart that are very close and i don't see them but maybe once or twice a year um but when i think of them all i have in my heart is like joy love um right I and know, there I know is what you mean. i do I'm, and so, and i and i miss i miss them in that i don't see them as often as i like to but i also know that we don't you know the, i don't i don't and i don't have any resentment for failing to make time because i don't see that as a measure of our successful friendship i see what I measure the friendship is based on the quality of the time that I do get to spend with them when I do see them. Right. And it's that it doesn't pick, it picks right up. And the joy that I had the last time that I saw them continues in that moment, even if it is a year later or a month later or whatever, you know, whatever duration of time of separation that I have from that person. Okay. Versus somebody who I may talk to on a daily basis um and have no like true connection other than just like an amicable like interaction with sure you know and or like sometimes people just you know they i don't know like you change you change and so you don't necessarily want to be around it's not that they've made any differences but you just don't see the world the same way i don't drink anymore and so if i have a group of friends that i only saw when i would go out for cocktails or happy hours or boozy brunches um then it stands to reason that I'm very likely not going to see them anymore. And I'm not going to talk shit about them either because nothing bad has happened, you know? Yeah. And they haven't changed or anything. You know, I don't look it down on it as I don't look down on them. Um, but I'm also not like running, chomping at the bit to see them again. Exactly. Exactly. 
yeah. I don't know how else to say it. No, no, I know. It, 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 that's you know it, the value, like the valuing, the the value judgment, the judgment being placed on by other people, like oh they suck, or like oh my god they're such alcoholics, or God all they do is they're so fake. All they do is like get together and talk shit about whatever, and there's no connection. It's like well you know like I don't. I mean that's your opinion. I can connect with somebody just on on having never met somebody. I can find a way to connect you know with them because i just like to engage with somebody and i like to have a nice time like i just enjoy my i like to enjoy my time sure i don't want to i mean i can to do that if i want to be if if i I mean i could also sit at a brunch and be on my fucking phone and talking to my friends on my group chat and completely be disengaged but like that just seems like a shitty way of spending you know your quality time time. like just go home absolutely i mean that's that's the uh, the thing is, I'm, I'm going back. I don't know if it would be appropriate to read the message from the listener. I don't know if that would be appropriate or not. But that, what I'm referring to is, you know, really like this, the self-limitation that people put on themselves. And in, 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 because see, in your, in your, what you were discussing and is because you also had options because the person you've developed into, you have like different groups of people. You see, and then there's other people out there who really are like, I don't really have friends. Like, I don't have friends. There are people. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, you know what I tell people that like that that come to me, and I, yeah, I okay. Yeah. Okay, I mean, today, if you really feel like you don't have friends or you're not making friends, then. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. And I, well, and I, what I usually, I say, I ask them, I go, well, what, what limits you? I don't understand. Well, and, and, and a lot of times it's that it's like where, you know, I've had, you know, and uh, you know, let's, let's not pick on wives. Let's pick on husbands. I've had, I've had female friends say, you know, my, you know, I, I, I get to a point where I make friends and then, you know, my husband's like, oh, well, you know, yeah, you can hang out with them unless, you know, you can't hang out with them unless I'm with you or, you know, you can't go like by yourself or, and then, so sometimes the significant others are, you know, and let's even step away from romantic relationships. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's forget that. Even close friends, your current friends will <gasps> stop oh you from, you know, from, from developing new friendships. So like I'll enter an arena yes. of like old friends and, 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 uh, you know, and I'll talk to them about like, for example, my CrossFit community, this is, this hasn't happened to me, but, um, and they'll say, well, you know what? The people at, at CrossFit are, you know, turning you into a person we don't like. So stop it or, you know, so yeah, we don't even have to fuck focus. You. Exactly. We don't even have to focus on romantic relationships. No, it's, fuck it's, that it's person relationship. that doesn't want you to change exactly. or doesn't like, like fuck that because person. Because they are in love with the version of you that serves them. And that is the danger zone. And that's where, but a lot of people don't pick up on that. So they go, okay. And they continue being the person they are. And, and then there's other people who say, okay, wait a minute. Just because the, your version of me doesn't serve you any it doesn't i mean it serves you in a way and now the new version of me doesn't doesn't mean that i'm not going to change or like if my if the new, the decisions that i'm making because of the changes that i've because of the change in my community is now triggering some bullshit in you and instead of dealing with your bullshit you're gonna put that on me like it's my fault and i'm and i'm and you're like oh carlos now that you're like 
in CrossFit and you're not drinking, like you're Carlos is lame. You're lame. Like you're totally changing. Okay. Right. Yeah. You know that what? That hasn't happened for the you're record, but wrong. I do for the sake of the and, example. Yeah. And you know, maybe, and I, I, I don't say, I'm sorry you feel that way because the fact is, is I'm never sorry that you feel that way. Yeah. You know, your feelings are none of my fucking business. Well, it does, yeah, it doesn't require an apology. Yeah. Your feelings and me triggering a feeling in you is none of my business. Right. I, it's not. But then that gets complicated in, in deeper relationships. And that's, I think, where people stop themselves. You know, when people, you know, they say, I, you know, I, I, I tried, uh, you know, this new community and it was very clicky. And I ask, OK, how hard, not hard, did, how hard did you try, but how much of an effort did you put in on your end? They'll say, oh, well, you know, I, I went to every meeting or I went to every, you know, this, but I didn't go to any extracurricular social gatherings. And then it's like, OK, well, that's a limitation. Why didn't you go to the social gatherings? Why didn't you go to the event? Why didn't you volunteer here? Why didn't you do that? Oh, because and then whatever reasons that they give, I'm saying, OK, those are the limiting factors. Those are the limiting factors that are preventing you from being friends with people or making friends, you know, um, and, and, and you have to fill that bucket. You have to fill that bucket. And, uh, and so that's, that's all I'm just, you but know, it also ha- you also has, you have to be aware and conscious in w- how you think of what a friendship is or a relationship is because listen if someone says to me um damn george you know you're really clicky um because i don't engage with you in the same way that i engage with someone that i that i've been talking to and just connect with and vibe with um for different the reasons that have nothing to do with you who don't feel that same connection with me that's not my problem Yep. But people want to make it your problem. Well, and I'm and I I'm less inclined to to get engaged with that person. Right. I'm even less inclined. Because you're insightful. You're insightful and you know and, and you're comfortable with yourself. And there's a lot but there's a lot of people out there who fall for it. There's a lot of people out there who just give in and surrender themselves and continue on that pattern. See, people like you and I we have found ourselves and we have the insight to say, hey, you know what? You don't like it? Please don't tell me because I didn't give a fuck to begin with. You know, so you know, like, so, so don't share something I don't give a fuck about. Um, keep it to yourself because I'm going to do me and that's, that's how this is me now. And, and so we can do that, you and I, and a lot of people we know can do that. But there's other people out there who will shut down, you know, who will, who will say, hey, I made a new friend. Okay, great. Okay, now we're going to go hang out. Wait a minute. What do you mean you're going to go hang out? Where? Why? I don't know this person. Wait a minute. And you're like, okay, maybe I won't go. Oh, you know what? My friends or my whatever significant other is telling me that I can't because we have to go to Ikea or whatever. I don't know. You know, like, and and, and people fall for that. And then the, those are the same people that sometimes say, well, I, you, you can't make friends after a certain age. It's impossible. It's not impossible. It's you are giving into the limiting factors and you're not saying, hey, wait a minute. We change every seven years. The average human being is a different person every seven years. Yep. And say, okay, wait a minute. Like, I'm entering a new version of myself, and it's going to require me making some fucking friends. So if you're not okay with it, then we need to reevaluate this friendship or this relationship because you need to be okay with the fact that I'm going to go meet new people and make new friends and hang out with other people. And you're always invited to join in and hang out with me, but this is my world. I'm very fortunate. Lauren is very much about... Take your CrossFit world, keep it, love it, cherish it. I'm going to be right over here. 
I love them. I think they're great. I think they're great people. I think they're great for you, but those are your friends. And I'm so happy you have them because the person you've become in the last three years has helped our marriage out so much yeah. and our relationship out so much that I love everyone at Soul, and that's why I wear all their gear because I love what they've done to you and how you are. But that's not everybody. That's a very unique situation. You know, and then there's other situations where it's like, hey, don't get too involved. No, you can't go to that thing. No, you can't go volunteer. No, you can go work out one hour a day and then that's it. I mean, that sounds to me like that person who's limiting, like who's placing limits um, is, you know, for lack of a better word, insecure. Sure. um, And wants to control everything because to them change is bad. Right. Um, and if they see like their significant other making positive changes and they're not on board with it because they don't want to like face their own fears um, or whatever, then that's, you know, that's that's on them. Like, right. you know, a, a, a marriage. Let's just use marriage as an example, because we're both married so we can both relate um, is a, is a choice. It's a contract. You have chosen that you're going to be my person. I'm going to be your person. And we're in this together. Um, But at the same time, you're an individual. Absolutely. You know, and so and the person that you were when you made that contract doesn't stay the same. But you still choose to be in that contract. Yeah. And you choose you choose to share your individuality with another person and to have that person be a witness to it. You don't give up your individuality. I had a friend of mine who was in a um, I'll never forget this. Um, He was with this guy. Um, and then they broke up and it was devastating to him. And at the time, um, the guy who broke up with him had said stuff like, you know, I don't, we're, I'm not, I don't like you or something to that effect. Like just kind of like, I don't see this going where I don't, this is not going to be for us. Um, and so I, he like he came over. He was devastated. And I remember like telling him like this guy is telling you that he doesn't want to be with you. Like take that as the message. And him saying to me he's like no like you need to really if when you love someone you have to like you got to fight. And at the time I was not where I am today. And so I thought to myself I'm like if someone doesn't want to be with me I don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with me. Right. And so them telling me I don't want to be with you is almost like a relief. It's like well great I don't have to waste any more time. Thank on you for this. setting me free. Thank you for letting me go so I can find the person who does want to be with me um and what i didn't do is i didn't like it i didn't think of it from a on a deeper perspective which is that person might be doing that because of their own like insecurities or limitations and it's not that they don't they're telling me that they don't want to be with me but that's not the right words it's the i'm scared to i'm scared to be with you i'm scared to be vulnerable um and so this is my defense mechanism um, and maybe it's even like a test, which is not, I don't think it's healthy, but regardless, that's the, you know, the new one, the, that's the, the road for them to navigate. And now they're together and they're super happy. Um, and I'm happy for their happiness, right. but I think it's a testament to the person being like, I know that you're telling me this, but I'm not willing to let you go that easily. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm sticking around. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to, it's I'm, impressive, you know, and, and, and I know the other side of, I, I understand that because David's telling me that he can't be with the version of me that drinks and abuses substances, um, was like a wake up call to me being like, I need to make a change. And, in making that, and being conscious of that decision um, changed a lot of the relationships that I do have with friendships. 
uh, and people in my head, I feel like conversations were had about me um, behind my back. Sure. And um, because I was making this change and people saying like, oh, David controls George or oh, now George is David's little puppet or David. Oh, David decided that George can't drink. So That's now George shitty. isn't drinking. Um, That's shitty. And you know what? Like how someone sees you. Is none of really your business because how you it may be different than how you see yourself. Right. And how people see you, a big percentage of how they interpret the way you are is has a lot to do with the way they feel about themselves. I mean, but regardless, I mean, going back to what I said in the beginning, it's like the, there's a hundred, there's billions different versions of you. And it really determines on the person who's seeing you. Sure. And so if all they see is that George is no longer the person he used to be. And what's the new factor? Oh, he's in a relationship with David and David is controlling George. And that's how you see me. Okay. Yep. That's that. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. You know, and I did feel some kind of way about it in the beginning because I didn't like the idea of being thought of um, or being having being thought of as a kind of person that could be manipulated or controlled. But the fact is that I definitely chose to make a change because I chose to be because I wanted to be with him. You chose the relationship over the the idea that George is a like an indiv- a single individual like captain of his own sh- blah 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 like no I chose the relationship. You chose the relationship and you by choosing the relationship you sent a message to David right that yes you're the one I want right and 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 I choose you. Ooh, 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 yeah. Honey. <laughs> you know what I want. I got chills. They're multiplying. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I think that's uh I think that's that's beautiful. I, I, the the point I guess that and we're gonna revisit this topic again because this is a, a topic that a lot of a lot of people don't see what's happening in front of them. They don't whenever somebody says, I cannot make friends at this age. Or I'm never going to be able to make friends again like the way I did when I was a teenager. It's not true. But there is some reframing that needs to take place. There's a thought process that needs to take place. And there needs to be that understanding in whether your limitations come from friends or from your significant other. It's not, it, it's, it shouldn't be a threat to the relationship. But it, it, you should be able to say, hey, you know... Uh, I do have to respect and honor my individuality as well. And, 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 um, I mean, we're not kids and, anymore. And we're not kids anymore. So how and are we you going to, how are we you, need people. if you're using the relate, the guide of how you made friends when you were in high school, college, twenties, thirties to, as a framework to do that now, then maybe it's time to like change the frame. Exactly. Because we're not the same people. We are not. I'm not, I don't want the friendships that I had in my thirties. Uh, I mean, I know how that sounds, but I'm not that guy anymore. Right. I've chosen a different, I've chosen different things. Yeah. And the time that like Julian Alcaraz says, like I have a limited amount of time of how to spend that time and who I choose to spend that time with people. Um, and honestly, like now friends come fifth. You know what, and 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 that there's and the friend, and you know what? Here's the other thing. I know this is like a cheap, like a cheap little like blurb, but how is it? It's um, those that care don't matter, 
and those that matter don't care. Ooh, I've actually, I've actually never heard that. Really? Really? Like th- those wow. that care about like how much time we spend together and like, ah, oh, you don't call me. The phone works two ways. Oh gosh. Yeah. Blah, blah, they don't matter. And the ones that matter, they really don't care yeah. how much time goes between. They always send, they, they reach out to me when they think of me like, hey, I listened to your podcast. You sound great. I'm super happy for you. Uh, miss you, love you. And that's it. Right. And it's not like this like guilt ridden no, kind of like yeah. once, we don't, once we guilt don't is talk involved. anymore. It's just yeah. like love light coming from a place from who loves is loving and thinking of you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and and I, I think that is excellent advice right there. I think that's practical advice right there. Just to, that's a good way to kind of gauge it, you know, just to kind of say, OK, well, once guilt is in the picture, then you really have to question the quality of that relationship or friendship. Um, and because guilt, we get nothing, nothing productive comes out of guilt. Um, and I mean, as far as like feeling, making somebody feel guilty is what I mean. Um, we, nothing productive comes out of that. No. Um, and, and, and another thing is, is just remember what we, you know, we talked about earlier is that there's always, when you're entering a community, there's always going to be a storming phase. And as you mentioned, George, a big part of that storming phase is establishing the trust, which in adulthood takes a little bit longer than it did when we were 15 or 20. Okay. So So there is that storming phase. So get through the storming phase, acknowledge it, you know, keep, you know, plug yourself into a community and give it a fair shot. Meaning that, okay, it's, it's not going to feel absolutely wonderful. Like all of a sudden I've made a hundred best friends overnight. No, that's not it, but it will in time feel that way. If you, if you get through that phase and you give people an opportunity to trust you, to get to know you and you get to do the same. Um, and and so I, and if you are not able to get through that storming phase because you have a limitation, you got to handle those those limiting factors, and 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 you have to address them. And whoever or whatever is limiting you, all right, you need to realize that as an individual, you need your individuality, and you're in and you change every seven years. You're a different person. So those are the things that at least I would recommend to our listeners who feel that they struggle with this and 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 for the person who triggered this topic I thank that person for um, for bringing this up because I know that it's a very very flowing topic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean yeah. Yeah. This is a good are we this are we good here? I'm I'm good. I mean I'm looking at I think we're good, right? Yeah. Yeah. I um, think it's great, man. This is a lot of fun. No one oh, told you life was going to be that way. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one ever told you life was going to be this way. The end. Like, that's it. That's a wrap, guys. Like, man. So, uh, Moaka Media Podcast. This is episode five, George. And uh, we have a lot of people listening. We're, and so I can't express enough gratitude, to be honest. Yes, guys. Anyone, for, thank you for all of the kind words. Thank you for the awesome comments. Um, thanks for you know reposting our stuff, putting us out there. Um, 
carrying our little bucket of water into the world and our little message out into the world. I love that saying. Um, I love the buck when you say that. I love the bucket of water. It's it is. Yeah, like, no, you know, I know, like, I know. I, I, just, I don't know how else to say it. I just like, love it when you I, say it. That's to me like yeah. the when people keep saying like I love it. How can I help? Like you telling your friend about it and getting people to listen to us and letting us know that you're into it. You're you like the the flow of that you that you and I have together. That to me honestly is awesome. Yep. Um, I agree. So if you have any like questions, comments, concerns, inputs, um, ideas that you'd like us to kick around on this podcast, please send us a message. You can email us at moacamedia at gmail.com. You can send us a DM on our Instagram, which is at moacamedia. I'm at George I. Sanchez on Instagram. You can hit me up there. Yes, I am at Carlos Escania underscore LMHC. And you could hit me up there too. And thanks for joining us. Thank and you so we'll much. We'll do it again next week. Absolutely, 100%. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.